All right, everyone, just a quick introduction here for episode two, in case you missed last episode or it's been a little while since you listened. Uh, this is our the sample adventures from the Old Gods of Appalachia game. And here we're going to pick up right after our players have defeated a Wampus. And they are now going to be heading to the big dance. It's going to be the event of the season. Everyone's going to be there. And things are probably not going to go as planned. So uh, as you continue to think about how you may be able to learn more about the um, what's what, what is lurking in these woods around Stonega, Virginia. Um, something has eclipsed that, and it is the dance at the local community center, which is happening tonight. Everybody's going to be there. Everybody who's anybody in Stonega. It's, it's held at the community center, uh, which is sort of a, a pretty um, lively hub of activity. Um, there's a few places in 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 town that are, you know, where a lot of social activity happens. One is church, uh, and Bo knows all about that. Uh, but in this case, uh, this is a different kind of uh, community activity and fun. Um, and so you know that uh, there's going to be a great band um, that's there. Uh, the band is known as um, Fiddlin Opaline and the Shape Notes is the name of the band uh, that will be there. Uh, looks to be a good time. And uh, you can talk with some folks and so forth. Um, so that uh, is where you are headed uh, this evening. Uh, let, me let me make a change in... Uh, in uh, alchemy because you're no longer facing a wampus you are at hanging out at the dance um and i think for now we've got a um we've got a, a it's it's the it's before the dance is starting there's a um the musicians are setting up people are socializing excited listen to the music, do some dancing. Eloise has brought all seven of her sisters. <laughs> oh, fantastic. The um, youngest of whom is seven years old. Solid. Wow. Um, I want to introduce you to some of the folks who are uh, going to be at the dance, so I'm putting some handouts in, um, in here in uh, Alchemy. One you should be able to see is Opaline herself, headliner of the shape notes. And then adding a few more. Um, so for Opaline, um, she's the leader of Stonega's beloved local band. Uh, and she's got the fastest hands and the sassiest tunes this side of the West Virginia line. Uh, she grew up in these parts. Her ma uh, runs the general store around here. Okay, next we've got uh, Effie. So this is Florence Effie Thomas. Uh, she's a tall, strong woman with the long black braids. Um, she's got the world's best apple stack cake recipe and perhaps a too intimate knowledge of everyone's goings on. Uh, 
He's also got a voice that would make you weep. He's the singer for the shape notes. Next one. And what I will be doing is essentially asking each of you to sort of, you know, pick one of these NPCs that your character might like to interact with in this dance. Um, next is Aurelia Norman. Uh, Aurelia doesn't like most people half as well as she likes animals. Uh, you'll usually find her dressed in pants and a flannel shirt. She's got a no-nonsense air that might put someone off, but all that goes away on the dance floor. She uh, moves like one of those wild creatures she loves so much. Odessa Miss uh, Windburn Malloy, and uh, known to most people as Miss Odessa. Uh, you can call her Miss Odessa like everyone else in these parts. She's everyone's granny and no one's sweetheart, and that's just fine by her. You need fixing, cursing, or general magic making, you come right to her and she'll fix you up. Uh, we've also got Gaines Cormy. Share him with you. Uh, Gaines works the mines all day and works the whiskey all night, and somehow he keeps on keeping on. Maybe it's this wicked sense of humor, his two wild teenage boys, or his curious nature that sustains him. Whatever it is, you need a strong arm to pick you up, a dancer to lead you, or a hearty laugh to lighten your day. He's your man. Beyond beating. Shit. Him. I imagine during this that, uh, you know, uh, Bo is like, now let's all keep this civilized. We don't want any inappropriate dance moves. This is this is a, a nice facility. We're going to keep it, keep it appropriate. We're not going to leave some space for the Holy Spirit. Exactly. Excellent. You, I knew I could count you, Eloise. <laughs> All right. So, Dion, uh, yes. can, uh, can, can, can I ask how much space the Holy Spirit needs? Well, it depends on... You know, what if it's a very slight Holy Spirit? What if it's very, very small, very, very minuscule? The Holy Spirit should never be minuscule, Monty. It should fill you up. That's why your belly is so big, Monty. Well, I mean, it might be spirits, but it's it all, may, it's all, I don't know if it's holy. Well, if you pray hard enough, it might be. I don't know how it works. Just Last be respectful day. of your part, dance partners. That's all I'm asking. The last NPC I want to introduce you to is Dion Beatty. Um, he is a foreman in the mine. Uh, rumors say he's not afraid of getting his hands dirty for the right price for the right amount of power. Um, so, Oof. Um, that's a mustache. <laughs> I think that. Um, yeah, tell me a little bit about uh, we've we've heard admonitions from Bo about what's the right way to dance or at least the right distance to leave. Keep appropriate, kids. Keep appropriate. I think the um, the music starts up, um, and you guys notice that um, Lini's uh, not playing the fiddle yet. She's actually sat down at her um, at the piano. Uh, in the community, which is unusual. You've never seen her play the piano before. She's 
you get you get a sense maybe she's like trying to sort of build up some anticipation. <laughs> now, the the whole point of us being here was to start looking for some of these people who'd gone missing, right? I think try to understand a little bit more, um, find out, um, you know, who might know something. Uh, what you know is that there's, um, uh, there's, uh, the specifics are that there's three miners um, who never showed up at work um, they um, for their shift. Uh, mm. The initial suspicion was that they might have been, um, uh, you know, just out drinking a little too hard the night before. Um, but it doesn't really add up uh, based on sort of who who went missing and what their sort of known activities and proclivities are. So there seems to be a lot, a lot more questions than answers so far. And this dance is a regular event or this is something special. Yeah, this is, uh, I, this every, you know, few times a year. Okay. Uh, the community center, it's, it's highly anticipated, gotcha. uh, but, um, it's not it's a like, it's a, a, like a seasonal dance, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's not like it's in response to the tragedy that's occurred and they're trying to distract people. This is just a regular thing and it happens to be at the same time. No. And I think what you, what I can say is that there, the whisperings around town are pretty divergent about the disappearances. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, you know, they ran off, uh, you know, to, um, you know, get a job in a better town or, you know, they, they wandered out into the woods with, uh, you know, a gallon of moonshine and like they're, they'll be back in a few days. Like, and then people who are like, you know, they were taken by haints. Um, it, the whole, you got the whole spectrum in terms of speculation about what's going on. Gotcha. Well, I think as the music kicks off, Sammy is, Sammy's known to these people. It's not like he's a stranger, but he is still a little bit of that unknown entity because he's that weirdo that lives in the woods and sometimes talks to plants. So no one's his best friend, but no one hates him right off the rip. So I'm going to walk the room a little bit, tip my hat at people, greet some people, drink some punch, mm -hmm. and... uh keep my ear open for any sort of chit chat that I think might be more than just the regular rumor that I've heard or might be a new twist on a rumor I've already heard. Okay. Sounds good. Let's circle back to you in a little bit then and see sort of what you've gathered. Yeah. Um, who's got, who's got one of these, um, these folks at the dance that they like to engage. Eloise is going to go up to Effie. All right. Um, Effie, how you been? Well, you know, I mean, I can't complain. Uh, things are going fine, um, I guess. Uh, I don't know why uh, Lini uh, won't pick up her fiddle. She says it broke, but I know she got it fixed. Uh I feel like that's what everyone's here waiting for. Am I right? 
I figure I know my I know my darling Darlene's waiting for it. Mm-hmm. She's thinking about her set. About about her set? Her like the set that the band will be performing. Uh, like the music. She's thinking about her, her her music. That's what she's got on her mind. She's um, um she's she's doing a few vocal exercises. Mom, Effie, one of the singers. Oh yes, Effie is a singer. Oh, it doesn't say that in the. Oh, it's she's got a voice to make you weep. Okay. Um. Now, Effie, I hate to bring down the mood, but you know a couple people done gone missing. What you oh, know dear. about it? You know a lot about people in these parts. Well, here's what I think. I think. It just doesn't seem I don't I don't think they just wandered off. I think um I think that they probably stuck their noses into something that um was more dangerous than they figured. Uh I'll tell you one of the one of the the folks I know, um Jimmy, who who works in the mine. Um, he's, he's always, I mean, he's a good, he's a good soul, but he's always just a little too quick to stick up for others. Uh, so I could see him if he thought that there was something, um, something to miss, he might stick his nose in, but I don't know more than that. I think, uh, I just, it doesn't add up, you know, three people going missing at once. Don't show up. Uh, don't show up on the line. Hmm. I, I'm I'm fearing the worst. I think maybe they got mixed up in something and we'll never see them again. But uh, I don't know. People say I'm a pessimist. So, well, I don't know about that last part. But you hear anything? You come to me. You hear? All right. All right. You bet. Um, you know, maybe uh, too much for their own good. That could be you too, darling. You know that, right? You cut out for a second there. I missed the first half of that sentence. You know what I said about um sticking up for people a little too much, maybe in a dangerous way? Like, I worry about that for you too, darling. Well, I hear you, hon, but I am the way God made me. Amen to that. Yeah, I would love to talk to Odessa. You bet. <laughs> so uh, Bo kind of shuffles over to it. Oh, and I imagine they know each other just because oh, yes. they're both all this dirt and nobody else. <laughs> yeah, they are oh, both yeah. figures in yeah. uh, in the town of Stonea. Now, how does Odessa Odessa feel about Bo? Is my question. I think that. I think that Odessa thinks that that Bo talks too much. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Bo and I have that in common. Uh, Odessa, lovely to see you, dear. How you doing? Mm. Bo Owens. Well, if I my you know my one of my oldest uh, <clears throat> friends. Uh, good to see you again. Lovely to see you too. Lovely. It's so fun to watch all these young folks hopping around, isn't it? 
Mm. Yeah, you know, I it it does it does my heart a wonders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um something I haven't done a good job of highlighting, but like it's very normal for in a conversation for Bo to just kind of gaze off and kind of become unfocused. Uh and then kind of will like, oh, oh, apologies, apologies. I was you know that we're my my groups in town trying to figure out what happened to those those young men, the miners. I just I was curious because you know everybody and anybody who has half a brain is gonna come to you when they need help. I was wondering if you knew anything we hadn't heard yet. I got real southern there, sir. No, I she looks at you and um she she you know, usually she's she kind of banters with you, but she she looks at you and is trying to get a sense of like if you're serious, like you you're really looking into this or not. Um so um I think you can tell that she's 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 kind of giving you the once over to figure out um yeah, how serious you are about this. Do my voices give me any insight to her? Ah, good question. Um, I think that your voices uh, whisper to you that this woman has power. Um, but I think you already kind of know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one of your voices that sounds like Sammy is, I bet she's hungry. Get her a sandwich. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so the reason I ask is um, sometimes, so one of the, the skills I have is sometimes the voices whisper you, telling you the secrets of others, giving you a sense of how they think, what they dream of, and what they fear. You're trained in one of the following tests, persuasion, deception, intimidation, or detecting falsehoods, enabler. I don't know if that will give me any sort of edge in this situation. I think so. So she's not, it's not necessarily an adversarial situation. Yeah, yeah. What she really wants, she's like fixing her gaze on you is she wants to understand whether if she gives you some info if Mm -hmm. you're gonna you know then you know just like wander off and leave her alone (laughs) well you know mainly like are you are you looking to do something about this if she yeah and i can can i pick up on that i think so i think you guys have known each other a long time so no adessa i know I know that sometimes you think I'm a little odd, maybe unreliable, and I, I understand. You know, I've, I've, sometimes I, you know, the angels talk to me, and sometimes you just get distracted listening to them. I promise you, though, we're taking this very serious. You know, Eloise is with me, Monty, Sammy, Jonas, all those very capable young people, and I was really, I, I promise you, I'm taking this serious. She considers this for a second and she says, all right, all right, all right, Bo. Well, I can't say rightly how I know all this, but it seems to me by the reading the signs or maybe you'd probably say through prayer. Messages from the Lord. Yeah. That um, there's something... There's something not right in the woods all around Stonega lately. Mm. I don't know if you've noticed anything else too, but uh, we ran into a, 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 
I believe it's a, a painter I hadn't seen before. Wampus. Mm-hmm. That's mm. that's what I mean. That's mm-hmm. the that's the kind of thing. But it's it's worse than a wampus. I don't know exactly. Worse than a wampus. <laughs> worse than a wampus. Yeah. I mean, you've seen a wampus, and you came back here, and we're still talking. Man. Uh, but I think um, protection for the Lord. I think what's going on is worse Everything. than is worse than a wampus, and uh, you know. You know the, you know the area that they call Jimmy's Hell, uh, and I'll I'll get to that in a second. I'll explain. I, I'm, I'm vaguely familiar. Yeah. Uh, something something ain't right there. Hmm. Something something has gone wrong, and uh, just within the past few days, um, I don't know. Everything in my gut is telling me. Uh, something has been disturbed. Something is mm, unhappy and ready mm. to ready to make us all suffer for it. Mm. I th- think. Um, mm, I think it, it. I don't know. I don't know how. What's going to be the best way to to try to to fix that stuff up? But um, I do have probably something that will help you if you guys are all gonna. Uh, try to try to uncover what happened. I I do have something. Oh well, any any help would be appreciated. I I true. That's very very kind. May she Lord reaches just... into her boot and pulls up a knife, which she holds like <laughs> alarmingly close to your face. Yes, that is and, a very sharp knife. Uh, then like she kind of you know pulls it back a little bit so it no longer feels like it's being brandished at you. Um, It is a ceramic knife uh, that is an artifact. Um, And so this is a magical artifact um, that I will tell you about. Um, We'll kind of come back to it and talk about it, but now you are in possession of a a magical, of a ceramic knife. Really quickly, but well, bless you. And then his voices, like while he's saying all those things, are like, Steve, our liar, know that you're what you are. And like getting like angrier and louder as nice. I like keep talking about the Lord. Uh, and so, Bo, thanks, thanks, Odessin kind of tries to find a quiet place to, to write things down. And the writing is like more frantic and frantic. And if you could see some of the pages, there's some that like normal words, but others are just like black scratch marks and like, drawings of like terrifying monsters that's amazing yeah all right who else has got something they want to do monty or should i go jonas um (laughs) all right so jonas uh you said it's the next day so uh he would have chose he would have changed out of the clothes that he was wearing before and put on his one Going out Sunday outfit, his grandfather's old suit, high fashion, circa 1895, um, probably with the cravat. Um, it's brown, moth-eaten, uh, and it hangs on him like a suit on a scarecrow, but he wears it faithfully every every town function, and he will do the same that he's done every town function. He will go to the punch bowl, ladle himself a glass, 
and then go stand at the back of the room trying to get up the courage to ask someone for a dance. Aww. It will happen one of these days. Buddy. <laughs> um, but he is going to position himself uh, in the vicinity of Gaines Cormie, one of the few right. people he actually feels like he is comfortable enough to have a conversation with. All right. Um, yeah, so you you hear um, Gain as you sort of approach where Gaines is, uh, you hear him sort of like laughing boisterously. He's like just finishing up a conversation with a couple of other folks and um, he's looking for the punch bowl too and you see him sort of, you know, pull a little flask out of his... Um, out of his hip pocket and uh you know he's about to go uh make himself a cocktail of sorts um uh, you want to say anything to him i'm just gonna pass him over the glass which i have not drunk out of mm -hmm. and uh just to save him the trip Tips is that. and i'm just gonna say evening gains evening um also he's uh he's quite tall stands with a stoop and then looks out through the curtain of hair so he looks shorter than he is but he if he stood at his uh full height it's quite impressive it's it's over six foot uh but he makes sure that no one sees that um as my aunt says she uh is five foot thirteen um so uh, he's just going to uh, shoot the breeze with him for a couple of minutes, you know, just general, before getting down to brass tacks. Um, just going to let the liquor work. Mm -hmm. And you see uh, gains like as because you just give him some space and you're not talking his ear off, um, which most people at this dance are doing. You see him sort of like give like a sigh, like a like you can tell something is um, eating at him a little bit. And uh, I just say. Well, if you uh, keep it in yourself like that, you're going to pop and I'll have to sew you up again. He, he looks at you and like, like, uh, he's like, oh, man, I almost forgot you were here, Jonas. Um, Most do. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just been worried about uh, some friends of mine disappeared and it just doesn't something's not right about it. Oh, uh, shucks. They've been out in the woods. Yeah, probably, but you know, that's the thing is these are not the reckless types, you know, not not the, you know, not the types that would go off and you know, well, you know, have a have a frolic in the woods. This is more like, um, you know, if they're gonna do go out there, they probably go prepared, you know not get into a dangerous spot so um i don't know what to make of it i really don't but um i'm worried you know i'm worried how long have they been gone about three days now um at first uh, we just assumed that um you know they were uh, 
off having some fun, maybe uh, uh, the foreman at the mines thought maybe they were they were sick under the weather, something going around. But um, then, you know, as we called around their their place, found out nobody's seen them. Nobody's seen. They all disappeared on the same night. Not good. I think um I think one of them had um recently uh actually been talking about coming to this dance. Um he's um been looking for to try out to for a spot to join the join the the band here but um i told him that you know probably wasn't in the cards we got some we got some great musicians here uh, they don't need a couple of minors trying to be amateur musicians you know how do you take it these gals are pros uh well i mean you seem like uh you know, took heard what I said, but said, you know, I, I still got to try, still got to, still got to see if I can um, get people to listen to some of the music I have to share. Uh, I appreciate that, but I, I don't think, um, I don't know, maybe may unrelated. Seems like he's uh, gone now. Can't imagine he went off into the woods to play music. But... I ain't heard no new Caterwall. Um. Okay. Can I use a special ability at this point? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, mystic sense. You can sense whether there's something mystical or magical going on in situations where its presence is not obvious. You must study an object or location closely for a minute to get a feel for whether a mystical touch is at work. Um, yes, but I would say it will make more sense for you to uh, engage that ability in uh, a few short moments here. So we'll, gotcha. we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, is there anybody else who'd like to have any conversations or just socialize? Maybe have a dance. So I think Monty like comes in a little bit later than everybody else. Um, Racks. Monty walks in and clearly has done himself up for the night. Uh, he's got his his hair is a <laughs> dapper dand over to parted over to one side, real real tight. Uh, he seems to have fluffed out his beard a little bit, maybe even combed it just a just a hair, just a, a touch. Um, he's wearing his nicest, his nicest fur, uh, his nicest fur coat, and he has come in with a selection of wildflowers in a hand. Um, just like he's just got a little bundle. Clearly picked them on his way into the building. Buddy. It, it may be from somebody's garden. He, you know, he'll never he'll never tell. Um, and he walks in, surveys the room, and beelines right over to Aurelia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Aurelia is dancing. Um, and so uh, probably the best way to get Aurelia's attention at this very moment would be to um, engage um, oh. in a dance. Oh, oh, Monty actually looks over at her and like waves for a minute and realizes that she's not paying attention. And then he puts with his free hand, he puts his fingers up and, and just gives a bit a real big whistle. You get a lot of attention, uh, but you do not get the sense that Aurelia uh, has gazed over in your direction. A whole lot of people have. Uh, there is uh, half a room that is... Uh, Wondering what the heck that racket was about, uh, but as far as you can tell, it really is not. <laughs> and you know, and Monty looks around the room. Quick try, ball. That wasn't for you. <laughs> and he will, and he'll walk over. He'll kind of walk up to Aurelia. Uh, he's trying to look confident. He's got his chest puffed out a little bit. He's trying to suck in his gut just a just a skosh, um, you know, and. Uh, and he, Aurelia, I brought something for you. And he and he holds out the flowers. Um, so I think at this point, Aurelia, who absolutely noticed this before, but did not want to give you the satisfaction, um, finally looks you square in the eye and says, "If you want to talk to me, you're going to need to dance." Well, and she spins off, and she's watching to see if you follow. But well, heck, I, I thought thought you'd never ask. Aww. And yeah, and Monty it. literally turns to whoever is closest to him, some poor townsperson, hold this, and uh, and he <laughs> shrugs off the big fur, um, shrugs off the jacket, and like lays the jacket in their arms, and then puts the flowers on top. And uh, and then does smooths his hair one more time, and uh, and starts to starts to boogie. And right at that moment, right as you start to dance, the uh, band wraps up the song. <laughs> right, so like you know, this lively tune comes to its conclusion, uh, and you guys are uh, sitting there looking at each other for a moment. Um, Monty like gets a look on his face of like of sheer like embarrassment because he had just started a move and could not finish the move, so it's real awkward. Mm -hmm. And then he just kind of turns over to where the band is playing and just says, "Play something fast." <laughs> so at that, at hearing that, um, Leany, um, uh, um, who was already standing up from the uh, from the piano, picks up. Uh, a fiddle and a Ooh. bow and sort of like gives a knowing I, look to the rest of the I, band. I was going to say, I feel like, I feel like Monty's exclamation isn't less angry and more like pleading. Like you, you like I'm sure Lini can see it in Monty's eyes that he's like, <laughs> yep. Yep. So, um, and, uh, the, um with as the tune begins about three notes in um all kinds of chaos breaks out um and uh strange things are happening all over there's um uh i think actually what i need to have happen now is um you are not the only people who will be affected by what is going on but um i would like to get an intellect uh, role. 
Um, one of the things is that who um, was just telling me that they had a asset to be able to understand. Yes, it was Jonas. Okay. So Jonas right. will probably have a, have this will be eased, but go ahead. And uh, you were about to say something about, um, about Eloise. Yeah, I'm trained in intellect defense tasks and have plus two armor against damage that selectively targets your intellect pool. Uh, okay. So um, then this will be, uh, this task will be easier for you as well. Um, you all will be performing a level three intellect defense task um, and it will be eased for um, Eloise and for Jonas and anybody who has any other assets or wants to apply it. I have a, a skill for understanding magic. Mm -hmm. Would that be applicable here? No, not yet. Cool. Then I don't get it eased. Nothing uh, to ease anything for Monty either. Yep, Although I, I guess, have... I guess uh, if we, if our, our, our Sammy and Monty collaborating on the weirdness here, <laughs> I, I feel not like yet. Uh, not yet. Not I, yet. I feel like Sa I feel like Sammy was probably bouncing around the room a little bit, and then Monty was the middle of the room for a moment. Wait, wait, Monty was the middle of the room. Was that a size joke? I didn't intend it to be. I meant it that everyone's attention was He's on big handsome boy. I'm kidding. And I kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. Uh, Brian. Yes. Question. So this is an intellect role. I have an edge in that, and I don't know what that means. Yes. So what that oh, means please. is if you want to apply any effort, instead mm -hmm. of costing three points from your intellect pool, it would cost two. Okay. That the cost is reduced by your edge, which is one. Would it be very silly of me to do that at this point in the game? It would not. Okay, then I'm gonna you do that. Okay, sounds good. So um, decrease your intellect pool by two, okay. and now it is a level two task for you. And so, remind me what that means on a d20 mm -hmm. because I definitely yep. listened, but I six. forgot. It, no problem. Always, yeah, it's a six because it's always the level times three. Uh, so I have the same, or Sammy has the same skills as Bo. So if those don't kick in yet, not a big deal. Uh, I'm just going to take a plain intellect roll, and I got a twelve. Ah, okay, success. Nine, so it's success for me. Mm-hmm. Seventeen. Uh, plain for Monty too, and he got a sixteen. Good. Natural twenty for Jonas. Hey. We don't know what that means in this context. Sure. Um, so in Cypher, uh, when you roll a natural 20, it has a um, what they call a major effect. There's a lot of sort of narrative wiggle room about what exactly that means. But basically, um, it's a pretty positive thing. I think it actually fits in well with what we've already said, uh, that Jonas is attuned to something weird, magical that is happening right now. Um, so we'll come back to that in a moment. But um, I will, will say that around the room, you are seeing a lot of strange things happening. Um, you are seeing that um, there are some of the attendees for this uh, at this dance are appearing to suddenly age. Uh, mm -hmm. Their hair growing white and their, you know, face is becoming wrinkled. Um, you'll see 
some appear confused, like like they're disoriented or delirious. Um, you'll see some that appear to not be able to see very well. They seem um, to be like their vision is impaired in some way. Um, you'll uh, see others that are appear to be uh, sort of physically weak or in pain. Um, is but yeah. sorry, is no, anything no. happening to my sisters? Uh, good question. I would say that um, roll a d6 for me. Oh no. Four. Okay. How many of them hard? <laughs> um, da, da, so, da. no, actually, um, uh, it won't be quite that bad. Um, so, uh, I will say that your, um, your next younger, next eldest sister the one down from you right you're the eldest of eight mm -hmm. um jolene. yeah jolene appears to be in distress um and as you approach her uh she's complaining of uh, not being able to see i can't see i can't okay. see something's um, wrong do we all i assume we all get the sense that this is um that this is caused by the music somehow I think that, like, you might reasonably guess that, but I think Jonas knows that for sure. Okay. Um, Eloise something, steps up yeah, and something tries has gone... to punch out, uh, what's her name? The person on the fiddle, uh, Opaline. Mimi. Mimi. Okay. All right. Uh, very she good. She has a machete. I Just for flavor, can I just say that, that she just uses her fists? Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that... Um, so tell me, like what the what the desired outcome so you've got this woman she's playing a fiddle like what is it that eloise wants to have be the outcome of this um... she's trying to get her to stop playing the fiddle i think the most logical action would be to knock it out of her hands but i okay. don't think eloise is thinking straight she's kind of furious that her sisters are being hurt and blinded etc and so i think got she it. just punches her but she's trying to get her to stop playing the fiddle Okay. I imagine a punch to the face is effective at that. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so maybe knock her out and or knock the fiddle out of yeah. one or both of those things. Okay. Yeah. This is, um, I think, to do this in the midst of, like, you know, basically lunge to the, you know, to the where the band is playing and accomplish this is a level three task. Um, okay. And... Um think that you may have some training that helps you, right? Um, I'm looking. Like a protector thing? I don't see anything. The only thing I can think of is my first one, control the field. I can maneuver them into a position I desire. Maybe I'm maneuvering them into a position where it's easy for me to grab the fiddle and smash it. Yeah. Um sounds uh sounds good. I th I think that this is uh this is eased one step by your your overall physique and um I think maybe even also by how emotionally uh, exercised you are about the threat to your sisters. Yeah. Okay. So it's, task. Okay. That's a 19 Ah, uh, okay. So, and and the nineteen is what we call a, a a minor effect. 
Um, okay. And so, uh, so that's a positive as well. So I think in this case, you basically get exactly what you're looking for. And um, uh, the uh, the fiddle flies from the hands of um, of Lini, who looks honestly in a daze, like uh, like she she's like mentally minor effect that's positive is that so the um the fiddle does not come into contact with anybody else um as it flies sort of like across the stage and spins and lands uh, so right. uh with that you can see see that people are still in significant distress it seems like nothing is getting worse okay like uh like you've ceased the progression towards badness Okay. I shake Lenny and I'm like, what, what's going on? What are you doing? Uh, I think it, she is um, not responsive to you. She does not seem to be aware of her surroundings. Her eyes are open, but she's sort of like her mouth is moving a little bit. There's, you notice that her, um, you look down at her extremities and see that her arms are kind of one of them seems to be sort of like, like doing she's fingering still playing. For, yeah. And the other is sort of like moving a bow. So gently, it's not like you can you can easily sort of like keep her arms down, but that's she seems to be in in this sort of like fiddle playing trance. Um I look around to see if it looks like anyone is I don't know, controlling her somehow, like voodoo, like they've got a little doll or they're mimicking her motions or mm -hmm. just staring mm -hmm. intently at her. And if I don't see that, I'm going to hop back down to my sisters. Sounds good. Um, I think you don't see anything like that. Um, and at this moment, I think Jonas, um, you have seen the, you know, sort of the last 15 seconds unfold and have gathered this much. Um, there, uh, this is a cursed fiddle at this moment um, and that the playing of it at this dance uh, is what caused everything that just transpired. So you're able to sort of um, pretty much divine that that has, uh, that that's what's occurred and that the, um, there's not, um, there's not something else in present here at the dance that is a threat other than this instrument itself. Would my major effect on my natural 20 there allow me to negate that cursed fiddle? I have hedge magic, which uh, allows me to do minor, basically parlor tricks. It does not allow me to specifically harm a person or an object. So that's interesting, but could I just negate the effect with it? Here's what I'm going to say. I mean, you can decide if you if you like this or not. That um, I think we could retcon that this sort of like that a sort of a spell that you cast at the same time that um, Eloise um, landed her punch um, is part of what sort of froze this curse in place it doesn't break the curse but it keeps it from um progressing further okay 
Yeah, I'll take that. Anytime I can kill steel is a good day. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, all right, then looking around, I'm going to uh okay, she's still she's still in trance, but Opaline does not look like she's in physical danger at the moment. Yes. There are other people who are aging, but I'm going to run over to Jolene. Jolene. I'm going to grab her left hand and uh, place into it the donkey's cross mm -hmm. to try to cure her blindness. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't know if I'm supposed to put it around her neck. I've, I only put down like the form and use. Yeah. Um, no, 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 yeah, that's, that's fine. I think that um, here's, here's something else from the major effect that you gather is that um, this is um, this is going to work. Uh, it will probably take a matter of a few days, but you can already see that the the effects of the curse are beginning to slowly reverse for this one person. Everybody okay. else. Fuck everybody else. Oh, sorry. But Jolene, Jolene's going to be just fine. That was our one. I apologize. Yeah. Used it. Used it early. I know. I... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, I should. I, I mean, I want to reiterate that the cipher system really does not want you to hoard ciphers. Like you, yeah. finding a good reason to use them is encouraged, and I will try not to punish you for it. Thank you. I appreciate Act, that. The active word being try. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. So, as this is happening, um. One of my ciphers, uh, it is a little, it's called a veil lifter. It, it's a little glass bottle that can potentially reveal invisible items and creatures. Would I maybe get the sense that there was someone causing this curse or uh, observing this curse that I could maybe try to reveal with that magic? Um, I think that's fair to say. In this case, there is nothing like that to reveal. Okay. So I think um, it's up to you narratively if you want to think of um, uh, of that as as having been sort of attempted and and sort of nothing learned from it. But uh, can I go over to the fiddle then and investigate it as it's been knocked out of its player's hand? I was also wanting to do that. Yeah, absolutely. You guys can can do that. As you are headed over there, um, Eloise, I think that um, you were the person who was talking with Effie, right? Yes. Yeah, I think she kind of um, she she um, she kind of motions with her with her head, like to kind of come over privately to, to have a conversation with her. So we'll cut to um, I think what. Um, what Bo and Sammy are doing. Um, but uh, I just wanted to mention that. All right. So Bo and Sammy, you guys are looking at this fiddle. I think um, so I think I Bo, you know uh, yeah. that this is um, this is a fiddle that um, Lini's had for a long time. This mm -hmm. is actually her her uh, 
Papaws? Papaws. Uh, fiddle. Um, so it's been in the family for a while. And I have a talent in understanding magic. I don't know how that works, but I have it. Yeah, that's fair. I would say in here, like, it, potentially if there was a task, um, it would ease it. But mm -hmm. I think that sort of what there is to know about this fiddle, you already know, which is that it is cursed. Um, and uh, I think maybe what you can also gather from the situation and just putting two and two together is that Lini did not know that it was cursed, right? So she did not mm -hmm. intentionally play a cursed fiddle, but um, that is what has transpired here. And I so communicate that to the group. So as Bo and Sammy are looking at this thing and, and we're trying to figure out where the curse came from or how to break it because its effects still seem to be ongoing, is there anything that Sammy would know through his connection with the green or have any inspiration from his connection with the green of something to do to break this curse? Could I... Uh, take it outside just to get it away from people and create some distance? Could I try to play a a counter tune on it to offset what's happened? Can I dunk it in a magic pond? Can I you think... do it like with a rat in New York City where you put a bowl on top of it and a paper underneath it? <laughs> Can we invent pizza real quick and attract a rat and then get it to get the fiddle out of here? I think um I don't think that there's any, something that 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 um your connection to the green oh. is uh allowing you to um to do specially here, but okay. Um, I do think that if you want to, um, yeah, if you want to try to get additional insight into what the heck is going on with this, with this fiddle, um, we can, you can make, um, you can, uh, we can, we can do a check for that. It would be a level four intellect task for you. I was okay. also wondering if my voices would help me in any of my group of shadow voices, if they react uh, to it at all. I'd also like to, if if we can add on to this, I think Monty'd like to use his good advice ability. Mm, tell me more. Yeah. Uh, you have experience in determining the best way to proceed. Uh, when you give another character a suggestion involving their next action, that task is eased. Ooh. Um, it costs me one intellect from my pool. All right. If you'd like to do that, that would ease um, that would ease Sammy's task. Uh, so uh, I see Sammy and Bo examining the fiddle. Uh, Monty's rightly a little miffed that his dance got cut short. Uh, and I'm curious, um, what is is his partner? Is Aurelia also aging rapidly? Hmm. What do you think would be interesting? Oh, <laughs> good question. Never not, never ask an RP or that. Oh boy, <laughs> drama. I I think it would be interesting if she wasn't. I think I think so too. I think that Aurelia seems to be unaffected by this. Um, I think that she is. 
um, rushing to the aid of others who appear to be afflicted in some way, but she herself is not showing any obvious signs. And not everybody was affected, right? There were some people. Yeah. Who, yeah. Okay. So it's not just her and us. Um, oh, it's just a skeleton now. <laughs> I think that Monty kind of like notes that, that Aurelia wasn't affected. Like it's just kind of like a little ping in his head. But then uh, he'll look over at uh, at our friends, Sammy, and uh, I just <laughs> forgot. Bo. I got it. I got it. Sammy and Bo examining the fiddle and, and is like, a, uh, y'all, you could just try to smash it. It's a, it's a fiddle. <laughs> well, My there's your problem. My young man. Yeah. I is, think Eloise is going to stomp on it if nobody else is. Are, are you going to come over and just stomp on it while Sammy's like holding it, trying to figure out what to no, do? You're not touching it, are you? It. Sorry, I thought it was still on the ground. Oh, are you holding it? Are you touching it? Yeah, ah! I'm picking it up, trying to listen to it. Is there music still coming out of it? <sighs> well, um, Eloise uh... punches him. <laughs> Sages are supposed to be knowledgeable, right? Like the second hey, she sees him picking no. it up, she punches hey, him. I work in the woods. This is I'll, I'll give Eloise a chance to sort of like you see him, sort of like you know he appears to be about to pick it up, but you can intervene here if you wish. Okay, what's the level? Uh, so I think uh, I, I would say that in this case, you don't need to make a roll for it. You could just tell us how you can just punch him. <laughs> just tell just us how you beat up this kid. Yeah. Uh, That's so, so rude. I'm just trying to help. Once you... again, I think the sensible thing to do would be to just stomp the thing. I'm wearing boots, so I wouldn't be touching it myself. But I think that's not Eloise's instinct. I think her instinct is just punch. So I think she just punches him, trying to get him to back away, and then she stomps on the fiddle. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, I I think now uh, uh, Sammy is is sprawled prone on the ground. And uh, very surprised by what just happened. Eloise, Um, I understand that you... Words. Words first. Punches later. So... Effie catches Eloise's eye and is like, "Okay." Um, after stomping the fiddle, <laughs> I go. I go in that direction. Yeah. Um, and by the way, stomping the the fiddle, um, apart from preventing potentially Sammy from picking it up, like doesn't seem to have changed uh, mm. the situation. Maybe. Yeah. But it didn't um, get worse. <laughs> so wait, 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 so wait, wait is the wait. fiddle? Is the fiddle actually stomped, or did did Eloisa stomp on it, but nothing happened? Like it, the fiddle is unaffected. Yeah. It looks like it's st- a stomped on fiddle. Okay, so, I mean, like you know the line, the 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 um, strings are sort of like you know messed up now. All right, so yeah. I I, oh. I was trying to investigate the fiddle. I got punched in the face. <laughs> the fiddle has now been broken, but there is no change in the affected people around us. Music is still playing. Oh, no, no, no. The music is not playing anymore. People okay. people stop playing. Yeah. All right. I go to so, help Sammy up. Yeah. I, I think Jonas was about to say something. Mm-hmm. Just, um, I think you might have answered it already, but when the fiddle was stomped and nothing changed, um, 
do I get a sense of anything with my mystic sense up? Is that still active? Do I get a sense that the music is or that the magic is still there or is it gone? There is no active sort of magic that's occurring right now. I mean, that this, you know, all of the dark magic vibes are emanating from this fiddle, including the sort of shards of it. But like, you don't get the sense that like a spell is being woven at this moment. Okay. So physical destruction does nothing for this. Uh, I don't have anything that will negate the magic. I think Bo has an idea, though. Can I get a broom and sweep it into a bag? Done. Just so nobody's touching it. You've got it. You've you've managed to. You've managed to sweep up this uh, the broken fiddle. Um, I'm just kind of untoward occurs out like you know when you pick up like dog poop Mm -hmm. and you're just like (laughs) you got it in like a like a like a gummy sack, little grain sack. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just like, why don't nobody nobody touch it? And we'll just we'll find somebody who has been given the gifts of the Lord and see okay. if we can get Wild Bo is ranting about this. Um, I, I think them. Eloise joins yes. uh, um, Effie, who's sort of basically got um, Leany's head cradled in her lap and she's like Leany is sort of slowly seems to be maybe coming awake. Um, and so Effie communicates to Eloise like, uh, you know, um, obviously something's wrong with that fiddle, but um, Leany, uh, um, you know, sh- she she just had it repaired. And um, I'm thinking this might be related. Um, and so Leany is waking up and she's potentially, um, you know, uh, able to to give you more information. She essentially um, stammers out that um, she, uh, this is, uh, you know, her, this is her papa's fiddle, um, and she uh, it was broken. So she she um, went to uh, to ask to have it be repaired by um, uh, a, a luthier, which is a, a, a repairman and um, craftsman of, um, of fiddles and uh, instruments like that. So, um, and she. Uh, you know, basically, you know, indicates like uh, something felt wrong about this about this man. And uh, but she tells you sort of where where she encountered this um, this gentleman. And it's in a um, it's basically in a boarding house. Uh, a few minutes walk from here. He was staying at the Gilman boarding house, which is. It's a place that is well known to you. You know the proprietors pretty well. And um, types, you know, from honest to shifty who are drifting through might find their, you know, might find a, a, a few nights rest there. Um, they run a pretty tight ship there. So there's usually not a lot of drama there. But this is probably, um, if you want to know more about this violin, that's probably the next place that you want to be.